owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Hi there, it's Kathy from J-Day's Appliance Sales and Service. I have a maintenance tip to keep your dryer in tip-top shape. Having good clearance in the back, not allowing the vent to be kinked, and check your outside vent for hot and heavy airflow. We're located at 132 East 7th Street, downtown Loveland. Call us at 970-669-1357. That's 669-1357. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Live from wherever it is you're at, this is Swamp Fight with J.D. the Colorado Deplorable. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Swamp Fight, another episode of Swamp Fight. And uh, matter of fact, um, not counting replays and second shows of a week and different things like that, we're like, I'd have to double check with Dell and the guys, but I think we're only like a couple of shows away from our 100th episode. Can you believe that? So we're going to find out what that is. I think it'll probably pop up maybe next week. And when it does, I'm definitely going to have something special for that. Maybe a couple of my very special guests or something. Uh, Definitely Rick from Iowa. And probably most likely the lady who's coming on the show with us again today. Because um, today we have... Uh, Lori Sane in the house today, so uh, that's what I'm saying. Lori Sane is in the house. So we're going to bring her on here in just a couple of minutes, and she is absolutely, without question, one of my favorite guests. She's right there at the top. So, And Lori, I love talking to Lori, because she... I can talk to her about local, state, national, global. It doesn't make a bit of difference. This this lady is well-informed, let's just say that. And uh, we'll find out what Lori's been up to and what she's got going on here in a couple of, um, a couple of minutes. So let's see what else. I want to make a, a quick announcement real quick. We are doing a live remote after this show today for two hours. So from one to three, we are going to be live at Warriors Revolution 
uh, at Warriors over there in uh, Longmont. And Rev and Pac-Man are going to be there, all the guys from Warriors, uh, Mike and the guys. And if, you know, get on over there, meet meet Rev, Pac-Man, meet everybody. They got, uh, I heard, eight secret, they wouldn't even tell us yesterday on the air, uh, giveaways and sales and markdowns and you, you, you know the drill. So get on over to Warriors today, look them up, Google them. Uh, over there in Longmont from one, to, they're, they're, they're there all day from 10 to 7, but our live remote will be from 1 to 3. So uh, without further ado, before I bring Lori on, I, uh, let's go ahead and, and do, do this. Join us now for a Swamp Fight Minute. All right, I want to talk about a couple of things real quick, and then we'll bring... Our special guest, Lori Sane, on. Uh, here's a quote by William Blake that I saw, and man, oh man, is this a good one. A fool who persists in his folly will become wise. And I thought about that, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, what he's saying is, at least what I think he's saying, William Blake, he's saying, if you keep trying to do something stupid, you're finally going to learn the hard way. <laughs> That's what I get out of it. A fool who persists in his folly will become wise. Good one, William Blake. Secondly, uh, real quick, I just want to say, what happened to COVID? You know, is anybody even thinking about that anymore? What happened to it? What happened to the COVID crowd? And the COVID alarmist and Anthony Fauci and, you know, it's like, okay, now you go to the store, people are coughing and hacking and gagging and uh, blowing crap out of their nose, although I'm shaking hands. People are shaking hands again. Some people are still fist bumping. That's cool. That's okay. Whatever. But, I mean, basically, people are back to normal, and they have forgotten about it. And um, my sister was telling me that the the emergency rooms, the doctor's offices, everything, they're, they're full of people with the flu. Um, I guess they got a, a lot of it in Arizona, too. But I'm, I'm thinking, okay, the flu. I'll bet you hardly any of those people even got a COVID test, Right. I wonder, I wonder, do people get COVID tests anymore? I don't know. I haven't heard. I mean, it's just kind of like out of sight, out of mind. But see, that's what the Democrats do. How many times have I told you that what they think about us, the Democrats, the left, they, th this is what they say about us. They say those people have great memories they're just short. That's what I'm always saying. Always. Always. And that's exactly what they're counting on. They screw us. They hurt us. They cheat us. They rob us. And then we're all ticked off. Everybody's freaking out, panicking, just like with COVID and all that, that, that. And then next thing you know, a little bit of time goes by. We kind of forget about that. Out of sight, out of mind. 
So that's what's happened with this COVID thing. You know, and, and just let me make one last point on that, and then we're going to bring Lori on. Remember this. The next time they tell us the sky is falling, okay? Don't forget COVID. All right. So without further ado, let's bring on Lori Sane. Lori, welcome to the swamp. Welcome back to the swamp, I should say. <laughs> and I am deeply entrenched in the local swamp, but I'm still fighting back and I'm uh, lighting the way. Well, we know you are. That that does not surprise me or anyone else. So, um, and like I told, oh, I got to tell you this, Lori. Uh, we're going to be coming to break here in about a minute and a half. So let, let, let me just start our visit today off with this. A texter, <laughs> I, I've been promoting all week that you were coming on today. And uh, by the way, you have quite the fan base. And this person, who I'm not going to name, texted in and he he said, uh, Tell Lori I've got a great slogan for her campaign. Whatever she's running for, whether that's Congress or president or whatever the heck, commissioner, whatever. He said, here it is. Here is the new Lori Sane campaign quote, I guess, or, or what? I don't know. What are you, slogan? Slogan. If you're tired of crazy... Vote sane. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. I want to make sane policies. <laughs> yeah, make sane. There you go. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, you were talking about William Blake earlier. There's another great quote. I don't think it's from Blake, but <clears throat> um, argue with a fool, and soon no one will know the difference. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> You just got to do the right thing and uh, trust that that's what the taxpayers put you there for is to protect them, not the status quo, uh, not yeah. others who are uh, seeking to grow government at your expense without accountability. All right. Well, we're going to go into break, going to pay a couple of bills. Hold the phone out there. We'll be right back with Lori Sane. Don't go anywhere. J.D. here on AM 1360. We'll be right back. I met a I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save $90 a pair with your promo code KHNC. And now My Slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. 
My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love my slippers that I'm extending my 60 day money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to mypillow.com, use your promo code to save $90. KHNC. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. That's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Welcome back to Swamp Fight, J.D. Plorable here with you on AM 1360. And we have a very special guest who has um, become pretty much a semi-regular, I would say. Um, and uh, that's right. We have Lori Sane in the house Woo-hoo! today. So, uh, Lori, I know that uh, I'll let you tell everybody what, what you've been up to, what's going on. What, what you're doing right now, but I do know that, uh, I don't know if you know it, but Wednesday, the hump day version of Swamp Fight, we had uh, Tabor Amendment author Douglas Bruce on. He's been on Swamp Fight a couple of times, and uh, we, we're, uh, we're going off on this Democrat roly polis crap after HH was defeated, and now, you know, what they're doing with their special... Uh, whatever they're they're calling it, and uh, so I know that you're also working on some things tax related, and you even have a petition out there. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Lori. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, JD. It sounds like you're more than prepped for my visit today, uh, especially if you had Douglas Bruce on. Uh, 
they had Douglas Bruce on Wednesday, but um, uh, <clears throat> just one thing before I dive into what I've been doing lately, which is uh, your Weld County Commissioner for District 3 and the things that have been going on there, um, just just to kind of lay the groundwork for this discussion, um, we're all fans of Tabor uh, here, uh, yourself included, and one of the questions I often ask people, I mean, it's, uh, Tabor's what's called a TEL, which is a tax expenditure limit. Um, <clears throat> so the question I have for you, J.D., just off the top of your head, why is Tabor important? Well, it's, it's critically important because it, um, it puts a limit on how much they can tax us. It puts a limit on how much our property taxes can go up, et cetera, et cetera. And if they overtax us, they have to give it back. Right, but so many people, let me be, be devil's advocate, so many people say that they want more services from the government. Isn't it better just to let the government keep that money? That's a question I often hear. No, it's not, because that's why the government keeps growing, 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 is because they just keep figuring out new ways to buffalo us and spend more money instead of, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a thing called cuts, there's a thing called a budget. So, no, that's not a good argument. Okay. Well, one of the things I'm going to offer up to you is, um, and I think what's been going on in World County is, is the perfect microcosm, the perfect example of why things like Tabor are really important. Uh, I know there's some economists that don't like Tabor, but if we think about the two main mechanisms that people tend to understand about Tabor, it's a, quite a bit longer than this in the uh, Constitution, but <clears throat> essentially <clears throat> two questions that you can ask. Um, one is, so Tabor allows the government to grow. It doesn't stop the government from growing, but it, it limits it by a, a couple things, right? And if you think about what is the government there to do, J.D., I mean, like at its basic core, what, what is government actually established for? To protect and serve the people. Um, and specifically, what are they supposed to be doing when they protect and serve the people? When they well, they're they're supposed to be working for us. Number one, I mean, they work yep. for us. That's right. So you can drill that down to two basic things, and this is the idea of you know really uh, most of your prosperity comes from this protecting private property rights. Of course. Right? So, and the other one is protecting individual rights. Because without yep. those, uh, the government can tell you what to do, where to live, um, how to make your living, uh, how much living you can make. <laughs> yep. And, you know, it, it essentially is not the American ideal. That would be you know, more like China, where, you know, we, I tell kids in grade school, this is why the Constitution is important to restrict the federal government, because the government can tell you uh, what to study, where to go to school, who to marry, how many kids to have. Um, in, in what region you can live in, what kind of building can you live in. I mean, it's just on and on and on. It sounds on. like China. But the reason why America, <laughs> exactly, and the reason why America is exceptional is because, I mean, we we actually believe our rights come from God. Therefore, government that cannot take them away. They sure try to, <laughs> but oh, yeah. if rights are given by government, then who can give them, take them away? Then government. Uh, it says our rights come from God. So I kind of went into a side there, but the reason why uh, TELs or things like Tabor, tax and expenditure limits, are important uh, is because, for example, uh, if we're supposed to serve people, like you said, 
then it makes sense to allow government to grow at the rate of population. If you have more people, you have more people to serve, right? Yes, that that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, the second thing about Tabor that, uh, if you can distill it down to two things, um, is inflation, right? So if things cost more, it makes sense to allow government to grow or to ask or keep more taxes um, to uh, re- you know, match the cost of inflation. If, if products and services cost more and you're providing those to the people, then you should allow government to you know, keep the uh, over a little bit of overage for inflation, right? right? So there's a couple things that make a lot of sense, and it's back to serving people, and at what rate should you serve people? What happens when government doesn't have any restrictions is that um, I have found that bureaucrats, and maybe you have found this as well, J.D., um, they tend to want to serve themselves, and usually a very common excuse for any problem that's thrown at them is, let's throw a wallet at it. Uh, I just need more money. Um, right. Or if they don't like doing something, they will say, gosh, I need a lot more staff for that. And we ran into that problem sometimes in the state house where we'd call it death by fiscal note. So if a, uh, a department or a bureaucracy didn't like the law you were passing, what they used to do is put this giant fiscal note on there. And then I would have to go and uh, make some arguments uh, with some arcanists that you shouldn't uh, take that first pencil as the truth, right? Yeah, right. That's a referral. That's how much they think it'll cost. But oftentimes that figure was very highly inflated. And the idea was to kill the bill, right? You've only got, again, so much in the budget. Unless you're the federal government who prints money and then uh, doesn't have uh, something like Tabor. So in Weld County, you might, you might be interested to know. While we do have Tabor limits, we never hit those because our Weld County Charter also ha- actually already has a form of tax uh, limitation in there. And in our Weld County strategic plan, um, we actually reference that 5% limitation, citing that most of our constituents are very conservative. Well, But I... this year, something different happened. Okay. Go something ahead. different happened. So. We were actually limited to 5% growth a year. We exceeded that by about $78 million. Mm-hmm. So in our Weld County Charter, we're allowed a Weld County Council who can say, um, I think you need that for the 2024 budget because we think that you might be short. And maybe one of the reasons they can give us some of those things, but, but essentially it's, it's their job to take a look at it and say, uh, I think 5% growth is enough. Thank you. So it still allows the government to grow. But oh, absolutely! On that. Yeah, and, right. and the thing so, is, let me it, no, go ahead, go ahead, and then I'll and then I've got a comment about it. But I I don't want to cut you off. Please finish. Oh no, it's okay. I'm just going to give two examples again. Of, uh, this is a great microcosm to learn exactly why a limitation might be good. So <clears throat> the rest of the county commissioners goes before the county council and they make this presentation. And there's this resolution in front of the county council members. And they're supposed to be our watchdog group, remember? They set our salaries, and they say, yes, we can keep over 5%. And they looked at this resolution, and it says, the monies, the $78 million will solely be used for an agricultural building and solely at this location. So two solely, a building, a thing, a kind of building, and the second is a location. Right. Well, and, of course, that could discussion – it was told to them by one of the county commissioners that, well, I know it says that, but we're just we're going to just spend it on whatever we want. It may or may that building may or may not get built. Wow. So what does that tell you? Right, and then the, there was some pressure to change the resolution to say 
the county commissioners can spend it on whatever they want. Well, first of all, there's a problem. There is a promise made to 4-H kids about this building, right? So you promise a bunch of kids you're going to get this done. And if a bad building was done at $78 million, it kind of begs the question of a couple things. Is that is that feasible? Uh, is that like the Trump Tower with gold faucets and gold saddles? You know, $78 million is kind of a lot for an ag building. And then the second is the location is actually a flood zone. Could you even build it there? Right. What they were describing. Yeah, I read about uh, well, that. Well, the answer is no to the second. Yeah, the answer is no to the second. So there's a lot of problems with that proposition. That's that's not something, as a county council person, one, you should say yes to, even if the first premise. But the second is, well, that building may or may not get built. This is actually on audio. And we're just going to spend that on whatever we need. Wow. So that tells you right there that they're, they're looking to spend this without a plan and without accountability. And in the meantime, this is raising taxes. That's what the resolution actually says, because remember, um, we're keeping over the 5% limit. So government's allowed to grow every year at 5%. We're keeping over that limit, which is basically making you pay more money, especially considering your, <clears throat> your taxes, your property taxes are going up again next year astronomically. Yeah. Oh, there ain't no doubt about that. And especially if this special session that they that they've been having um, the Democrats, you know, who have a super majority, which I'm also against, by the way. But, um, yeah, they're going to go up a ton. And like Douglas Bruce explained. So they're coming back at us and they're saying, we're going to do you a favor and we're going to we're going to deduct 50,000. This is hypothetical. 50,000 from your um, evaluation, from your assessment evaluation. Well, that's a lot for somebody that's got a hundred thousand dollar home. But it's a spit in the bucket for somebody that's got a five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollar home. So it's not fair, number one. But um, I just wanted to say, Tabor, the Tabor Amendment, what it is in a nutshell, is limitations. And what you said earlier about these politicians uh, serving themselves, that couldn't, couldn't be more true. If you give them the opportunity, they will serve themselves. Not all of them, but a lot of them will. And Tabor ensures that they do not get that opportunity because it's a limitation. Right, and they have to budget a little bit more closely to, like, you have to budget the kitchen table. And so make sure that the funds are spent on those essential things government really should be doing. Now, just to make a note, I did vote no on the Weld County budget this year because um, I'm really concerned about some things I heard, um, <clears throat> you know, especially concerning. We've got a couple lobbyists. We've got we're spending millions in consultants here, and I'm not exactly sure about the ROI that we're actually getting on that. So I think there's a lot of pork in the Weld County budget, even though we've got this limitation that we should be rearranging and we should have some performance audits on a couple of departments to make sure they're really honing in and, and being true uh, to sure your your numbers and your zeros and ones, they all fall in line, right? That's a financial right. audit. But going beyond that, a performance audit is something that the state does all the time. And it's very beneficial. All right, Lori. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will be right back. 
With Lori Sane, this is J.D. Plorable on AM 1360 KHNC. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. But somehow you've changed your so far away. I long for the past and dream. The Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carry-out-sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match a second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. Hey, y'all, this is Earl. We got more Swamp Fly coming right up. This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your family family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes, and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the, T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you, but more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. You're listening to Swamp Fight, brought to you by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. Swamp Fight here on AM 1360 on this beautiful Colorado Saturday afternoon. It may may not be that warm outside, but it sure enough is sunny. Um, And we are joined by um, always special guest when she comes on, Lori Sane. And uh, Lori, you know, before the break, you mentioned something about lobbyists. and, And it's interesting that a lot of people think that they only have to deal with lobbyists in the D.C. swamp, you know, on a national level. But it's it's crazy how much lobbying there's, there is going on at the county and even city levels. It, it's, it's pathetic. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, um, like I said, I'll just call it pork, right, because is that the role of government for us to do this? Right. And we've got to look at it in context of not only is that 
is that promoting the health and welfare of our people, again, serving people, uh, health, welfare, and safety is usually the, the term they use it, um, is it helping the government protect private property rights um, or personal rights? So there's a, there's a couple of basic things that the government should be doing well, right? But right. oftentimes the government <clears throat> decides to do things that really aren't in their role or scope to do well. And then often those are things that the, the private, um, uh, private industry does really, really well, but government does very, very poorly at because, again, you don't take risk as a government. You have money that comes in every single year. And so, therefore, you find uh, people without risk or skin in the game often make some pretty bad decisions, um, whereas the private sector has to take risk, and uh, the reward for that risk drives them to innovate. So when you have more government, and by the way, this is another pitch for Tabor for tax limitations, uh, when you have too much government and it grows at a rate faster than the private sector, you really stifle innovation. You stifle um, people's uh, personal property rights. So you find the bigger government is, this is Dennis Pragerism, the bigger the government, the smaller the citizen. Yeah, and the bigger so the government, the more money. Prosperity and freedom. The more yeah. money they and spend, more- they don't even spend it on yep. the right stuff. Oftentimes they don't. Uh, so that's why limitations are so important. They're just not going to have uh, the same kind of skin in the game or the same kind of risk, usually, as the private sector does. So it's important to limit the government. Right. Uh, we can just tell right here. And I just want to tell you a success story. So I'm, I was the only commissioner to speak against um, you know, raising taxes, which that's basically what that resolution is doing, to raise the mill levy. What does a mill levy mean? Mill levy equals tax. It's yeah. a local government tax. To raise the mill levy to pay for this ag building. And of course, I got what I, the, the reward I normally get for that, <laughs> it's on record, it's on tape, where the chair said, I can't believe you're speaking against this board. It's basically a variation of sit down and shut up, right? Right. So, um, oh, you've heard that a lot in your career. <laughs> oh yeah, sit down and shut up, right? We don't want to hear what you have to say because we don't like it. We don't, we don't like that you're pointing out uh, that this is something that we should not be doing. And so I've heard a lot of interesting comments from people uh, in the admin building. Let's just put it that way: is that I was a great legislator, but when you got in here, you know, I'm going to paraphrase this: we expected you to change. Well, of course they didn't. I mean, you know, I haven't. And I vote exactly the same way, which is uh, the proper role of government. That's always the first test, right? Does it increase or decrease freedom? And um, I'm always going to be against really more taxes. There better be a gosh darn good reason we're raising taxes. And there's hardly, I've never really found one, J.D. And so maybe you have, but I, I really haven't found a, a, good, a good reason to raise taxes. So um, I vote exactly the same way. And uh, I do so with uh, as much good grace as I possibly can in pointing that out. And what I usually receive my word is personal tax and, and other things. So, um, But that's why it's important to have freedom-loving people in here to represent you. I'm the only, you know, I would say I'm the lobbyist for freedom. Isn't that County. interesting? And, and making sure... And making sure that we, we stick with the spirit of our home rule charter, which even says on there, you know, here's what our strategic plan says. We have conservative constituents in the 5% tax limitation. That's important to people, and it shouldn't be important. So now you're going to get um, a, um, 
basically a rebate from us, Weld County, that she should see on your next tax bill, unless there's another run made at that on Monday, the 18th, which uh, we may have some county commissioners going back to county council to ask one more time. I will say the success story as well, the county council has refused them twice to raise the taxes. So, you know, a real uh, hip hip hooray for Eli Hatch, for Trent Lisey, uh, as well as uh, the chair, James Welch. Um, they looked at the charter and said, here's our charge, which is we don't think you need that money for 2024. Your budget is sufficient. So we are not going to allow you to raise taxes. So, <clears throat> funny, all those people that have helped us, and they've all been on, except maybe Welch, they've all been on this show. Isn't it funny how that works? Hmm. Um, yeah, I, it is funny. It, so. It's crazy. It, it, you know, I what I try to do, and I'll let you continue, I try to help people see the candidates who are uh, genuine and who are really going to help them. And, and, boy, I just hope they listen. But go ahead, Lori. Well, and, again, that's why it's so important to have a home, home county charter like we have and put in yes. there and, and to keep Tabor, regardless if they their attempts to chip it away. They sure have to make a huge effort, J.D., to chip away at Tabor. I mean, a lot of times oh, yeah. they are successful, but it definitely keeps the rate of government uh, slowed down, and that's what we desperately need, not only as people trying to make a living, especially in this, this time of high inflation um, and property tax soar. I mean, you just, just – I'm talking to these – these senior citizens, it's just heartbreaking how hard it is for them to to live on a fixed income, especially yeah. when the property tax rates are just going out the roof. And that's the experience of a lot of people who are just trying to work as hard as they can to support their families. And, and a lot to, of them are know, being forced to move, by the way. Yeah, I know. And that's just, that's just heartbreaking. That, and that shouldn't be. And so my no. petition um, that I shared with you earlier um, is a way for people to voice their support for their local governments to do exactly what Weld County is in a sense kind of forced to do to obey their own charter, which is you, you can lower your, your mill levies. You got, you know, what is it, 30, 40 percent windfall just from this, uh, the, the destruction of Gallagher, which, by the way, Jared Pohl has supported the destruction of Gallagher, which would have kept your property taxes low, closer to 2022 rates. And then he turns around and says, oh, well, we need Prop HH now. Well, obviously, people denied, uh, the people denied Prop HH and said, we want our money back, and they're still playing games. So, But you can't ask yes. the local government to lower the mill levy. And if everybody does their part, J.D., everybody lowers it just by a little bit. You know, I know a little bit seems annoying to some governments who have said, well, you know, that's not going to make that much difference to people. Well, it, it does when everybody pitches in, and we can get those tax levels back because – and yeah. It's essential. It's essential for people that um, just received that really huge blow on top of everything else that's going on to give them a little bit of relief. And who Even are they? Who are they to much, say what's going to what's going to make a difference to us? You know, that just chaps me. Well, I mean, as Polis said uh, famously in that debate, uh, which Rose Lugliese did a really great job in, um, and Michael Field, but. He said, well, it, it really is our money <laughs> once it comes to us. So, I mean, that's the attitude of government. It's not yeah. your money. It, it's really their money. So oh, yeah. uh, they shouldn't have to return it back to you. But, you know, in a similar vein, the, the next run at this um, mill levy increase 
uh, potentially on Monday. I don't know if it's going to happen for sure, but now I've heard, um, well, it's not really a tax, J.D. We're giving you a rebate because they're only asking for, now they're going to run out only asking for a little bit of a no levy increase. Well, if it takes more money out of your pocket, is that a rebate or is that a tax increase? Yeah, right. No, yeah. it, it, it's, it's a, a tax it's a, it's a tax. I mean, a mill levy. It's a, it, it's the exact percentage that they can tax us. I mean, what are they? They think we're stupid. All right, we'll continue with that on the other side. We'll let Lori continue. We're getting into some good stuff here, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. Welcome back to Swamp Fight. J.D. Plorable here with you with Lori Sane joining me today. Um, and, Lori, we were interrupted by that pesky break, so please continue on with what you were talking about. All right. Well, we were discussing um, that tax limitations are good. Weld County in particular, back in the 70s, um, our, cha- our charter founders decided that we were going to be a home rule county, which was a great decision, as it turns out. But also in there, there's a couple safeguards. One would be the 5% tax limitation. So growth can only go, uh, grow at 5% uh, per year. And then the other safeguard is what's called the Weld County Council, which is a group of uh, citizens that are elected to government. They are the government closest to people. And they get to decide uh, if we can spend more money over that 5% limitation. Thus far, the other county commissioners have been denied twice uh, to raise mill levies or, or raise taxes, if you want to say it that way, because it is a tax. Um, so that safeguard is working, and it's been a, uh, an interesting uh, to watch this dynamic going on uh, because every time it's failed, there's been a different attempt 
with a different excuse, which tells you again, J.D., that um, we, we seem to say, well, well, now we need it for this. Now we need it for that. It's, the reason changes each time. But um, it, it simply says that, you know, we're, we're really not uh, looking at what we are doing as the role of government. Should we be doing this, right, for health, welfare, safety? It doesn't uh, help us protect private property rights or protect individual rights. You know, the right. basic stuff of what government's established to do. So um, it's, it's really telling that here's our, her first excuse, here's our second, uh, and now here maybe will be our third on the 18th. Um, it'll be interesting to see what will be said during that meeting. But uh, so far, they have looked at the charter, the Weld County Council, and said, you know, I don't see any evidence that we need to raise that uh, for 2024. So we deny your ability to uh, keep excess revenues over that 5%, uh, which means that your tax bill, at least from Weld County, isn't going up. Now, from all your other local governments and taxing districts, it is going to go up quite a bit, um, maybe another 30 40% perhaps. So that big bump you got last year, well, just wait for this year. Um, but you have the ability to ask governments, because there's a bill called SB 23, I think it was 23, 23 uh, 108, passed by Senator uh, Mark Baisley, and it allows local governments to lower, temporarily lower mill levies to give property owners tax relief. And if in the future they need to raise it back up, they can do so without any fear. So now they have a little something like a home rule charter, which is what Weld County's always relied on. We could always lower mill levies um, and increase them. Now other local governments can do the same and have no excuse when asked. So my petition actually goes through that. If you'd like to visit Sane for Weld, you can find that petition. Where can they find and you it? You can find that. It'll be on my website, which is www.sane for or for weld.com and you should be able to find on in there and sign that and then we can present that uh to some of our local governments and saying hey a lot of your folks would like you to provide a little tax relief can you do that and if everybody just jumps in like i said just a little bit we can bring those tax rates down and give relief to the citizen and, and say that one more time please Lori. that that site so it's the- my name s-a-i-n-e for weld.com right okay so www.sane s-a-i-n-e for uh-huh. you can either use the uh-huh. number or spell it out f-o-r weld.com uh-huh. so sane for weld.com go on go on Lori's website folks you'll learn more there than just about anywhere, and you can actually help Lori do some good for um, us here in Weld County. Yeah, and you can donate to me, too, to, to, to keep me running. Of course, I've always had opposition by people who would like to uh, go along to get along and, and uh, grow government. Um, so if you'd like to do that, get my message out and let you know what I've been up to. And uh, you are running for... Um, um, office again, I believe, if I'm not right, Weld County Commissioner for District District 3. Is that correct? It's correct. It, it's been made more clear to me than ever that uh, we need somebody in here in this office that can point out, hey, should we be doing that? Somebody who's a lobbyist for liberty to make sure that we keep those conservative values that we've held so long uh, in Weld County 
and what our charter uh, uh, drafters had envisioned as far as limiting government so that the people can prosper. And that'll be on the ballot next November. Is that right, Lori? That will be on the, yes, it'll be actually, there'll be a primary in June. That's going to be the right. probably the more important one for R- all. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to be uh, the last week of June. Last week of June, the primary for Weld County Commissioner District 3. And I'm telling you, folks, you I mean, if, if you want somebody in there who's going to protect us, protect our rights, protect our livelihoods, um, I'm telling you, there, there's no one better than Lori Sane, and that's a fact, Jack. What was that, Lori? <laughs> My guys are having oh, fun I was back say, there. Your friend, your friend said, if you're tired of crazy, vote sane, right? Vote for sane government. Hey, that's got to be <laughs> your new slogan. If you're tired of crazy, <laughs> vote sane. I love it, and it's true. It's so true. Um, let me throw in here real quick a couple of things I um, uh, that that interested me that that you had said, and, and I do want to say thank God in Weld County we do have a home rule charter. We are a home rule county, and and for now I hope that never changes. But you had mentioned um, that people there at the county when when you got into your position. They expected you to change. And, you know, we talk about that. That's fascinating to me because we talk about that here a lot at AM 1360, how how people ha- are so sincere, uh, people running for office, then they, they're so sincere, they want to do good, and then they get elected and they get to the swamp in D.C. and they change. That's what they do. They change. But there there must be a tremendous amount of pressure from your peers and lobbyists and everything else when you get into a position of government to change. That's crazy. Yeah, and if you think about it, the the biggest the biggest uh, state legislature or legislatures really not the legislature, but it's all those uh, bureaucrats. All right, one more little segment. Local government. One more segment. When we come back, we'll let Lori take us on out and close. When we come back, and uh, stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm and who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. 
Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. She's a killer, queen, gunfight, agility, dynamite with a laser beam, guaranteed to blow your mind. Welcome back to Swamp Fight. J.D. here with you, joined today by Lori Sane. And, Lori, this is our last segment. We've got probably about four and a half minutes left. So I'm going to let you close this out for the show. And just any parting comments, anything you want to tell the listeners, feel free. Go ahead. Well, I was just coming back around to, um, well, this show is called Swamp Fight, is it not? And, you know, what is, <clears throat> when you talk about swamps, think about walking through a swamp. How easy is that, right? Not it easy. It really isn't. I think, I think there's a reason they call BC a swamp, which is, I mean, you try to make any forward motion, the, mud's, the mud is sucking at your boots. It's very hard to make any forward progress. Well, a lot of the swamp, uh, even in the state level, I had to deal with was departments that want to stop me um, from making any progress to uh, government back down the size, for example, or stop spending money. And, you know, one of the, the comments made earlier was I was expected to change from what I did at the state legislature to uh, Weld County. And because this, J.D., would be a very easy, comfortable job if I were just to go along to get along and not point out some of the things that, you know, we really shouldn't be doing that, or we shouldn't be raising taxes, or we shouldn't be, you know, so they expect me to change to get in there because uh, this has been called the easiest job in, or best job in politics. You're paid quite a bit of money, um, but, you know, again, when lot of politicians, like you mentioned, they're rah, 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 but when they get in the swamp, they find it so hard to make forward progress, it's a lot easier just to sit there and marinate just to and, go and along. Only make effort, yes, and only make effort when absolutely necessary, right? This is a, a really hard fight for me to go in there, look at books, uh, look at all the warrants, which is our bills, and do all those things every day and say, this isn't quite right. So there's a lot of things I've been able to change to make it more transparent to the taxpayer, to streamline processes, to help Weld County businesses and citizens live their American dream. There's a lot of things I've gotten accomplished, and I'll be putting that on my website. But in the meantime, you ask the question why, and this, this show is perfect for this conversation, Swamp Fight. Most politicians... Um, well, it is I think the perfect show, Lori. It is the perfect yeah, show, I, Lori. I, <laughs> I think I, I've seen a lot of new people who are new to politics. I think they even believe what they said about, you know, fighting the swamp and getting in there. But then we find they get hit in the face. Everyone has a plan until they get hit in the face. It might have been Muhammad Holly. But, uh, and then they find <laughs> that it's just it's, it's really difficult work to stand against the status quo. And the status yeah. quo can be made of politicians. It can be made mostly of staff because, yeah. again, as I mentioned, the, the people who make the most laws in this country are the alphabet suit departments in the federal government and the, and the departments 
that are in the state government. They actually pass way more laws than the state legislature. And, of course, the same is true at the local government level. Your staff are usually ones pushing these laws or pushing um, policies, and staff is policy. If they're not conservative, they're going to be pushing policies that are going to uh, make it easier for them and more swampy, bigger governments. Uh, they want to solve the problems by throwing more money at it instead of actually thinking critically and making uh, some decisions to maybe cut the fat a little bit, right? right. Um, so it's, right. It's, it's asking a, your, your, your politicians to make difficult decisions to benefit we the people. That's what we expect them to do. Um, so back to tax limitations are great. Uh, thank God for a Weld County Charter, and I will continue to defend that yes. and the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the state of Colorado. Well, thank God for uh, people like you in government, Lori Sane. I, I, I mean that. I mean, with all my heart. I just love you, love you, love you to death. And there's some other good people in politics, too, and right here in Weld County, you know. I mean, we've got Trent Lysey, as you mentioned. We've got Elijah Hatch. I mean, we've got uh, a bunch of them, and they've all been right here in the swamp with me fighting uh, just like you. But nobody, nobody fights harder than Lori Sane, and that's the way it was for the eight years you were in the Colorado State Legislature, and that's the way it's been ever since. So God bless you, Lori Sane. We love you here at Swamp Fight. I'll tell you what, Lori, after the first of the year, I'm going to do a hundredth episode special show. Would you come on with me for that? Absolutely. I'd be honored to. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Lori. We appreciate it as always, and God bless you. God bless you. All right. And, And God bless you listeners out there. We love you. Have a happy, safe rest of your weekend we'll see you wednesday on the hump day episode of swamp fight be safe this is clay with wagner electric company we're out of Greeley. we're here to promote our generac and cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs we're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693.